Hey, thanks for joining us today to hear about what's going on at The Gap at Sawmill Meadow in South Fork, Colorado. If you or someone you love is between the ages of 18 to 23 years old and is considering a Gap experience for whatever reason, these episodes are created for you so that you have an idea of what this program is all about. Today we welcome Terry and Rob Caruso to The Gap at Sawmill Meadow podcast. Rob and Terry have been friends with me, Tammy, and my husband, Matt, who co-founded The Gap at Sawmill Meadow for almost 30 years. Um, They wildly and faithfully stepped out and said yes when we invited them to be the host couple of The Gap at Sawmill Meadow. They are skilled at developing relationships, and they truly love other people. And I couldn't think of two other people that would be better suited for the gap at Sawmill Meadow. And so today we hear them talk about the first few weeks of what it's been like for our initial launch and welcoming Herd One to the gap at Sawmill Meadow. Okay, we are here today with Rob and Terry Caruso, hosts of the gap at Sawmill Meadow here in South Fork, Colorado. And we are five weeks into the gap, just over five weeks. Oh, today is five weeks. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Um, For those of you that don't know, Terry and Rob are um, friends of mine and Matt's for about 30 years. And just a couple years ago, they said that they would be willing and not only willing, they would love to quit their jobs pick up all of their stuff, move out of their house, and move to live in the basement of the Spruce Lodge <laughs> in South Fork, Colorado. So those are some pretty good friends, for sure. For sure. Um, I think I'll just, I'm going to start just by saying that five weeks in, there's been a lot of learning, and I don't mean by just the gappers. And so I would love if you could give um, maybe your top two takeaways of these first five weeks in terms of I can't believe I get to do this and then we might follow that with oh my gosh I had no idea with what I was getting into so good yeah absolutely okay who's up who wants to start I'll go first okay um as far as the things that I can't believe I get to do um definitely getting on the trail and hiking with the the gappers and on days off, getting a chance to get out on get on trail and see some beautiful scenery. Colorado is just absolutely gorgeous. It's a perfect place to have a program like this. Um, great place to get closer to God and a uh, great place to just be outside and enjoy things. So that's definitely one of the things that I would say I am um, most blessed to be able to do. As far as things that kind of caught me off guard, I just think I wasn't really quite ready for just the dynamics of um, people living in community, originally six people living in community with Terry and I, and um, just the challenges of that. You think um, you create a beautiful environment with a great lodge and beautiful Colorado, rural town, um, and then you have a wonderfully planned curriculum and schedules and you know journals and all these great tools, and you think, all right, you just insert souls and it's going to be perfect. And, uh, and then we find out that, Hey, um, 
we're all broken. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you put mm-hmm. a lot of broken pieces together in a house, um, there's just a lot more conflict and a lot more learning how to live in community than I think I was ready for. So um, it's been good. I've learned a ton about connecting. The curriculum has been outstanding. I want to give a shout out to Chris Wheeler uh, and his wonderful training that he gave us. Um, just invaluable, some things that I'll be able to take with me for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, those are the probably the two contrasting things. Yeah, yeah. Insert souls and press play. Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't exactly go like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Terry? Um, I think I think the thing that I have enjoyed the most is just slowing down, change of pace, um, getting to sit on the front porch and wait for them to come home and spend quiet time in silence in beautiful Colorado. It's something that I never really stopped to do in Oklahoma. I worked 40 plus hours a week go, go, go. And now, I mean, I still work 40 plus hours a week, but it's different. It's a slower pace. It's more intentional. Um, And I think that's probably been one of the best things for me. I totally agree with Rob. Um, I had unrealistic expectations. I didn't add the human component to bringing six additional new adults in to our lives as well as to curriculum. Just like Rob said, the curriculum is fantastic. But then when you add each person and the brokenness and the baggage, not just the six new adults, the two host couple adults that are here as well. Sure. Um, and then expectations that I'm not sure have ever been placed on these new adults prior to coming here. So Rob has said before, we are maybe undoing 18 years of doing things a certain way and having expectations that's never been placed on them before. Expectations that we probably didn't even place on our own children. Yeah. At yeah, this yeah, age. yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I, I feel the same way. It's kind of like y'all have two adult children, Matt and I have three adult children and thinking through the things that we, Oh, we did that. Yeah. We, we, we taught our kids that. Um, but now I'm more, um, I'm assessing how my kids are behaving as adults and comparing that and thinking, oh, actually I, I didn't do that. I, I just thought I did. Um, and, and they're coming in and trying to meet expectations of y'all were strangers. You're not now. Um, yeah. So it, it, I can see where it's been, it's been hard. It has been, it has been hard. It's been harder than I expected. Sure. My sister-in-law said last Christmas, how do you feel about working 24-7? And I laughed at her because I thought, I'm not going to be working 24-7, but I am. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I mean, I'm doing God's work. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, it's a lot harder than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, getting to know these guys is pretty spectacular. Agreed. I mean, just last night they were going out to Sonic 
and Rob was cleaning out the car. And I think this is so funny. Rob was cleaning out the car just because we've been putting a lot of people in it and moving around. And they were joking with him. Are you packing up? Are you leaving us? And just that camaraderie that we've developed with them. Sure. You know, and then as they get in the car, hey, if you want anything from Sonic, text us. So it's like this relationship in five weeks that we've built with them. And we've had some pretty hard conversations Yeah, with some of them. I mean, things that gosh, I don't even know that I would want to have with my own new adults that I've had with these strangers Yeah, that yeah. Um, have accepted us. Yeah, it's mutual. I mean, it's obvious they've accepted y'all and then you accepting them. I think when we first started this thing and had the whole lean-in mentality, you know, lean-in, do hard things, we were thinking, I was thinking, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, they're really going to have to lean in and do a hard thing by taking a different path than the traditional path that an 18 to 22, 23-year-old would take by coming here because, you know, it's it's not normal, and I use that in quotation marks, um, to take a gap year, especially one like this. I don't think we anticipated the lean in would apply so much to ourselves as well. So it's been it's been growing it's been a growing experience. Um, I love watching the relationships that have developed among the gappers and y'all, and and I'm sure you guys do with with the gappers. Um, tell me what you're seeing in them in terms of growth so far, five weeks in. I'm definitely seeing um, them applying some of the things that were presented in, in the curriculum already. Um, early on, they'd kind of talk over each other. Um, they were, uh, you could say someone would say something and the, someone else would get kind of quiet and upset, upset and maybe a little hurt. And then now I hear someone listening more and sitting in uncomfortable silence. And I'll hear that's valid mm. a lot, yeah. you know, when someone shares something, instead of just being judgmental on it or trying to correct it or fix it, they just say, that's valid. So I think um, I'm seeing them uh, change in that regard, really um, just getting along better with each other and giving each other space. And um, I think it's been good. And I've, and I've heard some, um, you know, spontaneous apologies, you know, sometimes when you're, you've got kids at home and you say, you know, you love each other, you go over there and apologize right now. And then, you know, they kind of out of the side of their mouth, apologize. Um, on this one, um, even just yesterday when we were doing our seminar Saturday, there was an exchange and, uh, there were differences of opinions and someone said that they were upset by that. And instead of the other part, other person saying, well, I'm sorry that you got upset by that, you know, sarcastically, they, uh, they just said that they were sorry about that and they, that was not their intention. And they, apologize for hurting their feelings and and i'm like well that's big time yeah that was that's that was cool that's big time so um i'm just witnessing little pieces of that all the time um i'm seeing you know we talked about expectations that are pretty lofty um but when it comes to being you know organized and taking care and being good stewards of the house i've seen or the lodge i should say um i've seen you know uh, a young man get up early and empty the dishwasher and uh, without having to be asked and, uh, you know, kind of catching him in the act and praising him, you know, and, 
and just going, hey, that's that's really cool that uh, that you're stepping up and and not having to be told to do that. And so I'm just seeing hints of that. You know, um, I think with the everybody's moving in the right direction. I think the herd is is facing the right way, and we're moving forward and gaining ground. But it's a uh, it's it's a big time change um, from week one, week two, and I honestly, I think like the last two weeks have been. I mean, we're really ramping up to something special. I'm, I'm excited to think about what's going to happen in the next two weeks and in the next two weeks as we spend more time together, as we go on adventure together. You know, we have our 14er next week, and, yep. and we have a big adv- uh, backpacking adventure next month. And um, I think just spending time with these guys on the trail has just been really fun. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think another thing is they are, um, you know, we cook four meals together uh-huh. every week, and this is their second rotation through. So they've all, this is their second time through cooking and just the comfort level that they have in the kitchen, number one, also kind of the excitement of planning the meals. They get to bring their recipes to me and their counterpart. And we sit down and plan out the menu, plan out, we grocery shop. This week, um, I had them place the online order um, and just their comfort level in the kitchen. In the kitchen, it's a lot of fun. Um, especially this week, we had a young man who, from week one cooking to week two, was just night and day. Yeah. It was so much more comfortable. And um, I've kind of started stepping back, and we'll step out of the kitchen and let them do it on their own. Not that I'm a great chef or anything, but just their comfort level and I think they're they're just getting used to being here. Yeah, that's you know, good. I think mm-hmm. it's just they're getting used to being here. And Rob also, you know, stole my just spontaneously emptying the dishwasher yeah. for us. It's not even their day to empty the dishwasher. Yep. And we heard them upstairs, and that's cool. Did it on their own. Um, that's awesome. Um, five weeks in. We're going to touch base periodically throughout this process um, because I think your insight is probably the most important insight for any parent who has a child that might be considering a gap year. Um, What would you say to any parent who is thinking that a gap year, and in particular this gap year, might be appropriate for their child? I think I would say that um, that it's it's not like a, a summer camp adventure. Um, it's a, it's a lot of work, and um, but I think with a lot of work comes a really great payoff. Um, so I would tell them that um, you know if you're if you're thinking about this gap year program, I think it's a great one. Um, I think it's been very well thought out. I think it has a wonderful balance of uh, service to the community. Um, working in the community, adventure, and then, of course, Bible study and, and just fellowship together. So I think it's got some amazing uh, components to it, but it is not um, um, something that should be taken lightly. I think it's a commitment. Um, that's one of the values that we have is commitment. And, uh, you know, it's, it, there's going to be times where your, your, your youngin's going to want to 
uh, come home and and maybe quit and because it's hard to lean into hard things it's hard to stay the course but um, um, I think if they come they need to be committed to staying and and give this this time away and nine months is a long time um, to a younger person um, as adults that's not very long at all to us but um, to them with the expectations the curriculums and just the new environments um, it can it can seem really long yeah I think that's really good I am and I can't wait to see how that advice or consideration changes um, as we move through the the nine months um, great I think I think I think we've done it today okay. you guys thank you so much for being here Hey, thanks for listening. If you would like to talk to one of us at The Gap, you can reach us at info at leanintothegap.org. We are a 501c3 organization and exist through donations from people and organizations that have a passion for the rising generation.